Hello, welcome to Movie Umpers. I'm Bob Sham. I'm Angela. And I'm a I'm a possum. But I'm not wearing the full body. I'm just wearing the head thing. Mm. But I also have this, which I wore in an old episode. Maybe I'll pop this on later. It moves with your mouth. The scary possum. Yeah, yeah. It didn't have to be this gruesome, but like when we wanted a good possum mask, it, it, they just had to put blood on the mouth. Because we ordered it from a horror mask maker anyway happy halloween happy halloween today is halloween i love halloween this is my favorite day we did one other episode in which we did a movie review six pack in which we discussed six random ass movies yes it was a special episode we were experimenting and i think they're fun to trot out every few months and uh so that's what we're gonna do here Mm -hmm. a movie review six pack our theme is because it's halloween Halloween! We're talking about Halloween. The Michael Myers and Deborah Hill created. As you can see, the information for the first one is already up here. <laughs> he said My- Michael Myers and Deborah Hill created. Oh, did I say? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I meant John Carpenter, John Carpenter and, and Deborah Hill <laughs> created Halloween. <laughs> yes. The characters of Michael Myers. Laurie Strode. Oh, Laurie Strode. The original Halloween is like all those weird monster... Weirdly, vaguely supernatural characters that just can't seem to die. Mm-hmm. They all started right here. Yep. In 1978 for John Carpenter's An Independent Film. One of the most successful independent films of all time. Yeah. And so what we're going to do is, this is our introduction. We'll get we'll get right into it soon. We're only going to have eight minutes to discuss each movie. We're discussing the first six Halloween movies. Yes. Halloween 1, 2, Three, Season of the Witch. Four, The Return of Michael Myers. Five, The Revenge of Michael Myers. And Halloween, Curse of Michael Myers. Yeah. Unofficially Halloween 6. We could sort of not count that one, but okay. Well, we have to. We'll it's get in our there. six pack. It's in our six pack. Don't give away that we hate that movie <laughs> at the beginning. Paul Stephen Rudd. <laughs> Introducing Paul Stephen Rudd. Who was introduced in the movie Clueless that came out just like a few months before that movie was released. But maybe, uh, but that's ma- hilarious. But maybe, uh, Clueless's production lasted longer than Halloween, so they thought it was gonna come oh, out. Yeah. Anyway, it seemed, well, we'll get to six, all right? But first, let's get into it. We're discussing how the 1978's classic, directed by John Carpenter, Halloween. Halloween night. A small American town. Fifteen years ago. Michael? I spent eight years trying to reach him, and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. I think he'll come back. Exploring uncharted territory. Totally charged. Sure, sure. The only reason she babysits is to have 
Come on out. Of the best horror movies ever. Yeah. I mean, John Carpenter, he made at least three of the best horror movies ever. Halloween 1 is beautiful and sexy and terrifying. I kind of feel like this with 2 as well, but maybe Mm -hmm. not as much. Mm -hmm. But I've seen Halloween 1, 1978, a lot. Yeah. And I feel so relaxed when I I watch this movie. I love it. I could just fall asleep to it. I can just kind of chill out. The nighttime, the Haddonfield, Illinois. Haddonfield. Haddonfield. You got a little, a little not nasally there. I don't know if this nose is going to make it through <laughs> the whole recording. Yeah, Haddonfield. It's it's like the sweet little town that hell came to. I don't know if we knew. What, did we know it was Illinois from the beginning? I think it wasn't until four or five where they say Illinois, but I'm not know. sure. I don't know. I mean, I guess it makes sense. Like. Area-wise and everything, I will also say one is maybe the only time that Loomis was not overbearing. No, well, I'm I'm a little more into the Loomis than you are, but young Michael Myers, while uh, being babysat by his sister one Halloween night, dressed up like a little clown and stabbed his sister to death because her and her boyfriend were fucking. Cut to so many years later in 1978, he escapes. When he's 21. It's so good that he waited until he was drinking age. Right. And Donald Pleasance and this la- and a nurse are going to go pick him up. And yeah. he's been studying him all his life. Yeah, he's been his doctor since he did this. And he rolls up and the, the inmates are wandering around and Michael Myers has escaped. Yeah. And he's going back to Haddonfield. One of my favorite lines in the movie ever is, they just let them walk around. <laughs> She's like, and he's what? like, no, no. obviously, something out. is wrong. <laughs> wow, love, this is a very understanding insane asylum. In that movie, at the beginning, it, yeah. I love her. I absolutely <laughs> they love just her. Let him walk around like this. She's like smoking cigarettes and like critiquing him because whatever. I wonder if um, she read the headlines after Michael Meyer kills a bunch of people. She's like. They let them murders legal in Haddonfield. Like she said something <laughs> like that. This is also the introduction. To the scream queen of all scream queens, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, this as is what Laurie Strode. Laurie Strode, the legendary Laurie Strode. Laurie Strode. This did uh, launch Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, she's babysitting some kids, babysitting that little Tommy Doyle. Tommy Doyle, and he's afraid of the boogeyman, and she's been being seeing this man all day that she was creeped out by. 
genuine. She's trying to talk herself out of being creeped out by this guy. The way Carpenter is setting up these shots where you see him at a distance and everything, still genuinely scary. When she's in the school and looks out the window and he's standing by the car, and then he and the car are gone, it's freaky. There is something that stands out still in approach and quality for this movie compared to all the other ones. This is the only one that Carpenter directed. Yes. And as far as I know, the only like franchise within his world that he followed up on was like Escape from New York. I think he directed mm. Escape from LA as well. Okay. I, I think that's I the only know. one in which he created something and kept going with the sequel. He produced up to the third movie. Yes. The music in this is amazing. He oh, does yeah. all of the music. Oh, it's he's some great. of the best music ever in a movie ever. I could just listen to the soundtrack of this movie. This is also what set up the entire if you have sex, you're going to die. A lot more of a prominent thing in the Friday the 13th movies. But that is also all just a play off of this as well. That's what I'm saying. This inspired all of that. Yeah. Like, it might have gotten hit harder in other places, but this is where it begun. Your Freddy's, like your Jeeper Creepers. The, yeah, like, Laurie Strode is the smart, pretty girl who can't get a date. She's never been fucked. All these little girls running around in their panties with oh. their boobs out are dying. What was the name of the boy she had a crush on? Do you happen to remember? He comes up later in two. I can't remember. I wish I could remember his name. That's a good trivia. That is a really good trivia. Like, what is the name of the boy that... For some uh, reason, I want to say it's like Brett, but I don't think that's right. Also, like Michael Myers, he gets this mask. And there's an implication here. Well, there's a couple of Michael Myers implications here. Yeah. That mask is some kind of intellectual property within this universe. Yes. What is it up? At a Halloween show. Yeah. What is it up? And two, he's got a sense of humor because he kills that girl's boyfriend by put, or he kills that girl by putting the boyfriend's glasses on over a sheet that he puts over his face. Yeah. So he wears a costume. He's a little cheeky. He is a little cheeky. So of course, this all culminates back to the Myers house where he killed his sister as a kid. Yeah. And Donald Pleasance, he catches up. He's I love how Donald Pleasance is just a lot of times just wandering around looking for chaos and, and just all yelling of these at movies. people. I do love him in this movie. The police chief in this movie is great. Every character in this movie felt like well developed. Yeah. And well acted. I loved everyone in this movie. But it's interesting because it culminates in a standoff. Laurie Strode's trying to get away from Michael Myers. Yes. He's getting up. Donald Pleasance has a gun. Shoots him and he goes collapsing off the balcony. Mm -hmm. And the movie ends. The movie ends when them like, oh, he's gone. And then they go to look down off the balcony and the body's gone. And in a lot of movies now, that's just like the, the fake climax, the fake climax that goes, you got to kill him one more time. But this was, but the, but the original was just like, that was the whole cliffhanger. Yep. Is that, oh, he's still alive. Also the moment where she looks at Loomis, Dr. Loomis, and says, What's the boogeyman? As a matter of fact, it was. He's credited. I just love it. The shape. Nick Castle plays Michael Myers in this movie. And they call him the shape in this one? Yeah, in the credits yeah. they call him the shape. Which is interesting because he is a person, but there's also the whole thing about like that he's not a real person, that he is an the evil. He's an incarnation of evil. And John uh, Carpenter's music is credited as the Bowling Green Orchestra. I love that. The only That's where he's from. Not far from where we're at. This is also really good because it's 
the only instances of them talking about him being evil are Dr. Loomis talking about how there's nothing behind his eyes, how he doesn't have a soul. He's not a real person. And that's why he believes that he cannot, that he's ha- they're having trouble killing him. He doesn't at this point think he can't die. Yeah. We're getting there. Yeah. But that's why he's not surprised by anything he does. And we see what he looks like under the mask. A lot oh, of people yeah. forget that he takes the mask off. It's dark, and, and and Jamie Lee Curtis has stabbed him in the eye with a coat hanger. So he takes, a, and he seems like this cold dude with like a swollen eye. It looks creepy. And in the whole series, only one actor reprises his role as Michael Myers, and Nick Castle does not come back. But the really? way that Nick Castle, like his subtle body language, so and the good. way he's just kind of curiously he looking at corpses, really, he like turns his whole body. <laughs> There you go. That's all the time we have, but I think we covered the first Halloween very well. That was very good. And And now uh, we rate it? Now we rate it. Go ahead. Five. Five. Wow. I'm going to give it a five. I actually think that it's like in my top three horror movies. Now, I think this is great. It's one of the best horror movies. I think I might give John Carpenter's The Thing a five. I would too. But I'm going to give this a 4.5. Okay. But that still brings it to a 9.5. The first Halloween 1978 is S tier. We're not going to show the list and stuff. We got a lot to go through. But I am going to have to mark that score so I can remember later. I had a feeling that you might not do a 5 with me. But it's just what I feel in my soul. Whatever you want. I would also give The Thing a 5. Because The Thing is also in my top. Oh, I love The Thing so much. The Thing would be a 10 if we... And we talked about Prince of Darkness earlier this month. Prince of Darkness is great. Honestly, not as good. I as might, this. I might up the score on, that we landed on it. It was like a very well received B. Yeah, but I, the more I think about Prince of Darkness, I really like that one. I too. do too. I would like to revisit that. All right, so let's. You're gonna watch the trailer for Halloween two, and then we're gonna discuss Halloween two. I shot him six times. I shot him in the heart. He's not human. Universal Pictures presents Halloween two. More of the night he came home. Who is it? There was nothing within him, neither conscience nor reason, that wasn't even remotely human. Is this some kind of a joke? I've been trick-or-treated to death tonight. You don't know what death is. Janet, go tell Mr. Garrett we're having trouble with the phones. There is no place to hide. He will always find you. What's this? It's a Celtic word. It means the Lord of the Dead. Garrett? Ah! 
the night he came home. And we're back. And uh, you had to explain to me that you work in a hospital. I was trying to do a hospital costume. Oh, I forgot to mention that Halloween one, the budget was $300,000. It made $70 million. Of course it did. Yes. But now we're in 1981 for Halloween 2. Yes. A a different director, Rick Rosenthal. But we do pick up, which is one of my favorite sequel things to do, at the exact second. Actually, we we rewind to the beginning of the scene where Dr. Loomis shoots out the window Michael Myers. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And yeah, we pick right up. And this is starring still Donald Pleasant, Jamie Lee Curtis, Dick Warlock is Michael Myers in this one. Okay. And notice he took the time to slick his hair back before he started rampaging he sure through did. to like a hospital. His hair seemed a little more orange too. Now the tension in this movie, it's not as good as the first one. No, 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 no. But no. there is some great tension in this movie. But there is like a bone of contention that I have with the story itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, just one thing, and it's you can blame John Carpenter and Deborah Hill for it because it was their idea. To make Laurie Strode his sister. And I think that's why his hair is lighter. Because there is a flashback where she starts remembering things from when she's little. With her adopted mother telling her, I'm not your mother. And then it shows her (laughs) in, like, in a mental hospital... Walking into a room and a boy, a young teenage boy with blonde hair turns around and looks at her. And that's obviously Michael. She went to visit him at some point when she was a child. Yeah, yeah. The story is that she was two years old when he committed the murders. And so that's why now he's 21 and she's 17 because it's been 15 years. Yeah. It's just so fucking tacked on. There doesn't have to be that kind. That doesn't have to be the reason why he's after her. He's just after her because she got away. That detail, with the exception of the third movie, forces the rest of it. It forces the hand of the narration for the rest of the series. It really does. Until it gets back to H2O, which is the seventh movie. We're not going to be talking about Not now, but we should watch it eventually because I would like to watch them all. And the newer trilogy would probably accept two. If it wasn't for that detail as well. I think so, but it can't. It only can accept one. Also, this movie introduces another idea which damns the rest of the movies to have to follow out, which is the concept of Samhain, which is this whole like Michael Halloween Mar- where you, you it's evil and you got to sacrifice. He broke into a school and stabbed a picture, a child's drawing. And Michael Myers wrote the word Sam Hain. And the first one, he's got a sense of humor. He puts a sheet on. And this one, he's like, I'm really into pagan history. Here's the deal. How did he even know it? He wouldn't know what Sam Hain He wouldn't know what any of that stuff is. They're not going to give a murderer kid who hasn't spoken in 15 years in an insane asylum a book about pagan history. Now, that that all said, Lori Strode is in the hospital. She's been traumatized, obviously. There's an EMT that's in love with her. Who is moving really fast for this. Uh, but but, Mike, but Michael Myers, of course, he's making his way. Mm-hmm. And he goes through. Mm-hmm. And he's killing all the... There's not a lot of people in this hospital. No. Doesn't seem like it. For a Halloween night, you want to ex- maybe want to expect some craziness. Yeah. But it seems very sparse in this hospital. But these horny-ass nurses are getting in the therapy bath, and Michael Myers is boiling their fucking skin off. Ooh, that was so good. It's weird, because, you know, some some deaths you don't even see. They're off screen. But in these first two movies, we get some of we get some of the best deaths. 
He drains that one lady's blood. Like he, he does. He just her, leaves her. Does it off off camera. And, but it's great when the boy, the young EMT, finds her because then he slips in the blood and knocks himself the fuck out. <laughs> Do you and think then he he's died? got a concussion. You, uh, we saw him pass out in the car. No, because I have a theory that he's Laurie Strode's baby daddy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I think they oh. were bonded that night. Now, you couldn't remember the name of Laurie Strode's crush that they only mentioned by name in the yes. first one. That's because there's a scene where a kid's walking across the street. They're looking for Michael Myers. Oh, yes! A kid's walking across the street in a Michael Myers outfit. like this wild shit yeah and they later reveal that the person who died was the name of the guy that Lori was teased about having a crush on in the first one so her crush randomly just decided because we have established that that mask is indicative of some kind of intellectual property but in this he world not only bought the same mask he also picked out like a like a car mechanics, like yeah, jumper, or whatever. He just that's so called. happened to go for that Michael Myers. The exact Myers same aesthetic. outfit. He also looked in the scene, and I don't know why. Like he had bloody hands. Yeah, maybe he was a second killer. Maybe he just decided copycat. To copycat straight off, but he didn't make it. He didn't even cross the street. No, probably. but yeah, everybody from security guard. Obviously, the thing is, is Michael Myers doesn't like it when you're fucking. But also, if you're in his way, he's just gonna kill you. He doesn't really. It's not like a vendetta. In this one, they focus more on he's trying to get to Lori because the, for some reason he needs to kill her because she's his family. The tension that's established uh, of Michael chasing Lori through the hospital, mm-hmm. that stuff is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's trying to get out, and but he's killing everyone that's left in the hospital. Donald Pleasance runs up to the hospital. He knows something's going wrong. I'm sorry I left you. Are you all right? Why won't he die? Get away from him! But he stopped breathing! No! They get in a position to where... What are there, chemicals in a room? But they blow up this fucking room with Michael and Donald Pleasant. Yeah, in it's it. like probably where all like the nitri- nitrous oxide and shit is. And we see a body like walk out and on fire and then flop and it's burning. And there's an implication that it is Michael, we assume. He's burning the fuck up. And we don't see Donald Pleasance at all. And Jamie Lee Curtis is probably going to get impregnated by that, uh, by that. Brain damaged uh, EMT. EMT. Yep. That creepy EMT who really had to. He also had his buddy who was an EMT who was even a bigger pervert than he was. And he was trying he to. He was the one fucking the nurse in the hot tub. But in his, the therapy. And tub. his buddy is like trying to be like, yeah, you're way more perverted than me. It's like, bro, you're, you're hitting on teenagers in the hospital. He was like, we went to high school together. He had recently graduated. She was in class with his little brother. He felt like he wanted to protect her. And Lori, as far as we know, never knew that it was his brother. Like, it's not... That wasn't his brother. His brother just went to school with her. No, I'm talking about Michael Myers is her brother. Oh, yes. (laughs) I got confused. We were talking about the EMT. 
um, that she, no, it's never explained to her that <laughs> she doesn't know that's his brother. That's her brother. She doesn't know then, but it comes out. So then everyone knows. It's part of the news story after that. We don't see that part. So nope, you're just it's presuming. Implied, it's implied in assuming. four. It's implied in four. Everyone knows. So this movie would be pretty good if it wasn't for that detail, that plot twist that yeah. I felt like was unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But watching her high school crush dressed up like Michael Myers getting blown up in a car crash is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a couple of unintentionally funny things in this movie. What do you rate it? 3.25. Yeah, 3.25. That sounds good. A 6.5. Again, we're not going to show the list. We should throw up just a list of these in order. <laughs> It'll all be incorporated <laughs> yeah. later. Yeah, yeah I'll, maybe I'll throw up a little list I'll make at the end to be show what our scores are. So, But yeah, that was Halloween 2, directed by Rick Rosenthal. Now, let's move on to the next one. You don't really know much about Halloween. Halloween. The barriers will be down between the real and the unreal. And the dead might be looking in. The last great one took place 3,000 years ago when the hills ran red. Halloween. You happen to know anything about this Cochrane? All I can tell you, mister, is watch out. Season. He's watching you, friend, I guarantee you that. Hey, Mr. Cochran, just what is the final process? Fellas, I was just kidding. Witchcraft. To us, it was a way of controlling our environment. Hey! Where are they taking her? They're taking her to the factory. I want a mask. Can I have a mask? Uh, Just what I had in mind for you, little buddy. Why, Cochran? Why? Do I need a reason? I've got nothing here to indicate there was ever a body at all. Operator, this is an emergency. I do love a good joke, and this is the best ever. A joke on the children. I'm glad you'll be able to watch it. You've got to believe me. They're going to kill us. All of us. Stop it! The world's going to change tonight, Doctor. Happy Halloween. Stop it! Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, The Night No One Comes Home. Season of the Witch. Alright, and we're back. We're back! And we're. (laughs) (laughs) You're fogging up. You, okay, we'll see if this can work. You kind of look like Michael Myers without the mask on. I bet that's what he would look like. After the fire. All right, now we're talking about Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. I love this movie. This movie has a cult appreciation. I'm in that cult. As you can imagine, at the time, people were very confused as, yes. when they went to the movie and they saw that Donald Pleasance was not in the movie Jamie Lee Curtis was not in the movie, Michael and there Myers. was no Michael Myers in the movie. I'm sorry, the movie Halloween is in this movie. That's true, Michael Myers. They are watching Halloween. Halloween is what is going to be on the television before the commercial plays 
for shamrock masks. Yeah, the what is a silver shamrock? Silver shamrock. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's this company that puts out these masks, and I'll say I don't know if we can really concisely put this movie together in eight minutes. But it's uh, written and directed by Tommy Lee Wallace. But it is produced by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill. Yeah. And a whole new score by John Carpenter and Alan Howarth, who helped with the music in two. Yeah. And the music in this one is a whole new score and is fucking great. Honestly, so my good. my favorite part of Halloween three is yes. the score. I love the score. I love the masks. I think we can do this because if we don't get lost in the in the details. How about I go through it? You stop me when you want to say something funny. Okay. Okay, so at the beginning of this movie, there's a man running for his life. He's, yeah. And he ends up, these, these like, men who look like... They're dressed like they're going to sell you, like, stocks in 1980. Yes, the they're 80s. like businessmen, but they look very, like, blank. And so they injure him, and so he gets taken to the hospital, and right before he dies, he's holding a mask, and he's like, they're going to kill us all! They're going to kill us! And so our lead, who is yet another forgettable... the Yeah, another, he's this mustachio guy, he looks like twice... He looks like he'd be like some, like a Busey's cousin or something. Or yeah, some, yeah, yeah. Like Josh Brolin's uncle or some shit. So he's an alcoholic doctor who gets called in. You know he's, his, you know he smells like fucking an ashtray or something. The girl who plays Annie in the first two movies plays his ex-wife <laughs> in yeah, this movie. Her real name is Nancy Loomis. Nancy Loomis, I love you. He has to not spend time with his kids because he has to go into work fine. And he's so, a, well, he's going to investigate what's going on. Well, with- now he now he is, but he, he leaves his kids. He goes into work. Then that guy gets killed because someone comes in and, like, gouges his eyes. They, like, he goes in through his eyeballs and pulls out his nose bone, the kills, murdering him. The kills in this movie? Oh, my God. Are actually kind of amazing. So amazing. And so then he's like, I got to figure out what the fuck's going on. Fast forward to, like, a week later. The guy's daughter is like, hey, can you help me? I found you in this bar. But I need to know what my dad said at the end of his life. And he says, oh, they said they were going to kill me. And she's like, oh, I think it has something to do with these masks. And so they go to this little town where the mask factory is, which is like a few hours drive away. Oh, and and you're hearing this jingle. Yeah. By the Silver Shamrock. It's basically the London Bridge song. But like it's seven days to Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Halloween seven days to Halloween, Silver Shamrock. Shamrock. And Silver Shamrock, they sell these masks. One and, is a witch. A witch, a skull, and a pumpkin. pumpkin. And kids love these masks. Like, parents, they're going off the shelves all over the country. Yes. And so, dude, this doctor, this doctor guy who's now an investigator, goes with the dead guy's daughter, and they go to where they're manufacturing these masks. And they say that they're husband and wife, and they get a hotel room, and everyone in this hotel is is there to get the masks. Yeah, yeah. Yes, everyone in the town is Irish, but everyone (laughs) in the hotel is there to get masks. And one woman is particularly angry because she they screwed up her order, so she had to come in person. And this salesman's family comes in because I guess they were invited because he He's made a lot of sales. He's the biggest salesperson. He sold more masks than anyone else that year. So eventually, they all get into the warehouse where the masks are being made, and they see... They're asking questions. They're trying to figure out what happened. They find out he did pick up his masks, but his masks never got back to the store. Yeah. So then... A garage opens and she sees her dad's car. So she's like, he killed my dad. My dad was here. But then then it becomes like, oh, hell breaks loose. 
This one lady dies in the hotel room when she oh, yes. messing with the label on the back of the mask. And a laser, like, hits her in the mouth. And, like, like, destroys her face. We have the picture up over your head. It looks like she's blowing a beam of light. It's amazing. And then the, the what her face looks like after, it's truly, this is good. This yeah. is good movie magic makeup. Oh, yeah. It's so It is the best good. part of this movie. It's like, this story is insane, but, like, you relish in these kills. The kills, but also, then, when they're chasing, I don't even know his name, Mustache. They're chasing Mustache. Yeah. Trying to get him. And this family, the family has like gone off somewhere else, right? They're, they've been rushed away somewhere. They don't know anything's wrong. Yeah. And so they're chasing him, chasing him. He ends up in this room with this old woman. And he's like, where did they take the girl? Where did they take the girl? And she falls apart because she's like a, a robot lady. Yeah. And that's they're my autom- favorite part. All the guys in suits are like automatons. They're like, this guy, this dude who's played by Dan O'Hurley, he yeah. runs this. He's made life like robotic guys. They stole a rock from Stonehenge. And with the combination of magic and technology, they're going to melt the faces off of every kid who buys this mask. And we see this scene of the family. The salesman family comes in. and They have them in a set-up fake living room. And they, the kid puts, the song comes on. And it's like, put on your mask. And the yeah. kid puts the mask they on. They tell the guy he wants his opinion on the commercial. And it's like the kid's face like turns into worms and insects. And they start crawling out of And them. like... It's fucking, fucking awesome. snakes come out. It's awesome. It's so fucking cool. And then the snakes and shit like kill the parents. And so then they sit him in a room with a mask on his face to watch what's going to happen. And he starts and they masturbating. Have like a countdown. <laughs> they have a countdown of an hour, maybe, right? It's going to be an hour until everyone in the whole country at the same time, they show all these images of different cities that are all going to be dying. Yeah. And um, But he breaks out, and he goes in, and he grabs all the little silver shamrock things and throws them all around, and somehow Stonehenge gets mad. And the it Stonehenge thing is like, dis- fuck you, guy, and, and destroys like destroys all- everything. Oh, and the guy's daughter, the, that guy's daughter, turns out she's a robot too, I know, man. Like, they get away and try to get to the police, and then she like, and this is the, the hers was great because she did not die, die immediately. Like her arm is still alive, cool. and her head is still alive, and like he, she was the best one. He manages to stop the broadcast for some locations. Yeah, but you know, some but he doesn't get them all. So the movie ends with a implication that a lot of kids died yeah. because they couldn't stop the broadcast of the commercial. And so ultimately, this is just another universe. Yeah. It's not ours and it's not the Halloween universe. <laughs> it is a universe in which the Halloween movie also exists. So, yeah, the one through line. And magic is real. The one through line with all these movies is that Michael Myers appears in all of them. That's the only through line. Donald Pleasance almost is the through line. I really wanted a Donald. I know. I really wanted a Donald Pleasance cameo, but but yeah. So this movie is weird as hell, but a lot of fun. So what do you what do you score it? I really have a soft soft spot in my heart for this movie. You had a soft spot on your head when you were a child too, <laughs> and you had to wear you a know, helmet. Fuck it, I'm gonna give it a four. Wow. Because I just think it's. 
so fun. I was delighted the first time I saw it. I had no idea what I was getting into. It was so fun to rewatch. I love it. Tom Atkins acting, who's Mustache Man, not not good. good. Not the girl good. is not good, but yeah. the, the effects are amazing. The effects the are great. The music is amazing. The yeah. concept is good to a point. The concept is what? Well, like the I idea mean, that you're gonna kill. It's insane. Kids. Oh, that's the through line from two on. It's because of Sam Hain. Sam Hain. Sam Hain. He's gonna kill all the children. Well, it's Halloween, right? It's everything's gonna happen on Halloween. So that's another through line. Sam Hain, Halloween, whatever. Right? It's the name of the movie. You know, (laughs) season of the witch. He's the witch. This guy's the witch. I give it a three. A solid three. I think that's a good score. It's it shows that I enjoyed the movie, but it does have its flaws. So that comes to a seven. Is that way too high? No, it's whatever we want it to be. It's what I want. It's what I want. All right. Well, you want to move on to yeah, four? let's do it. All right. Ten years ago, on the night of October 31st, a small Midwestern town fell victim to an escaped killer. Under the cover of darkness, he carried out the most horrifying mass murder on record. Sixteen people in cold blood. Ever since that night, no one has forgotten his name. And Halloween has never been the same. Now, Michael Myers has come home. He has returned for one more night of unholy terror. here to kill that little girl and anybody who gets in his way. Oh, God. Who's going to be next? Ah! Halloween 4, the return of Michael Myers. Maybe nobody knows how to stop him. Wow, I think I might be by. <laughs> Join the club. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> You're so much more into this than you were. When we were started, it was like you were dragging ass, and now you're like super costume changes and shit. You look very, you look like fucking a young Gene Shallot, which is appropriate. You're reviewing movies. No, you look like Mario. Like a formal Mario. Oh, I can put that hat on. It's a Mario. It's a Mario. All right, look. We, we've only got eight minutes. Okay, and now we only have seven minutes. Uh, people are like, Halloween 3, where's Michael Myers? We need our Michael Myers. Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers, directed by Dwight Little, written by Alan McElroy. Uh, I misspelled that. Danny Lipsis. Starring Donald Pleasance, Ellie Cornell, and Danielle Harris. Okay. Also, um, Alan Howarth is just doing the music from then on. And we're also in the Trankus uh, studio. It's like a production company that made these. Okay. And the, and the theme for the next three seems to be like, pay $5 million and it should make around 10 to 15 Yeah, so it's still like making money, but not enough money. So the premise of this story is that a few years prior to this, 
like a year or two, Lori Strode and her husband died. And so left behind this little girl who's like... Kurt Cameron left behind. Eight, six, I don't know, seven. She's a child. And she's played by Danielle Harris, who if you watched Boy Meets World, if you're our age, you know who that is. Um, And so, not the main girl, but the hot one that... That's no, we all know who Topanga okay. is, all right? Okay, 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 okay. Shit. All right, Lori all right, Strode all right, right. survived two hell nights with Michael Myers and then dies... Who knows For whatever how? reason, off screen... Not by Michael Myers' hand, because he has been locked up with his face bandaged for seven years. So this is the... Eight years. This is the Jamie Lloyd trilogy. Yes, yeah, so Jamie Lloyd is, is, is her daughter... And for some reason, Jamie Lloyd has a box of pictures of Lori when she was young and also has a rando picture of baby Michael Myers Why? Why would you have in that? his clown outfit before he did the murders. Now, here's my thing. I think that Lori did research and had this stuff, but again, why would you keep that? Why would your daughter end up with it? It had to be like her mom's secret box of shit. That she just, like, inherited. So she's having these nightmares because they figure out there's some connection between her and Michael. And so... Michael has he's, a cool tattoo on his wrist, too. This is... It really gets over the fucking... The rune shit and the... Who we, gives a fuck? We thought but, three was going to be hard to surmise, but this one might be harder. Well, I think all we have to really say is that this kid and Michael have a connection with each other. And Michael escapes again because someone wants to move him honestly mostly to get rid of loomis so he's the uncle loomis is all burnt up michael's arm is all burnt up this is from two they in the fire they neither one of them died he's just got like a little bad makeup and he has like a gross hand that he takes a glove off of at once he's like look at my hand i love it when michael steals vehicles he steals a tow truck in this one after he stand after loomis tries to shoot him yeah well because he always wants to find that, like, worker's, like, yeah. mechanic's jumpsuit. So Are he always ends off? up. He knows his, huh? Were you jacking off? No, you know? I was, like, pulling oh, okay. my jacket. Right, 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 right. I don't see very well. This I have night. tails on right yeah, now. Yeah, you're fancy. But he comes back to Haddonfield, and he's looking for this kid, and she lives there with it's her adopted parents. Yes, it's his niece. And she's living with her adopted parents. Her adopted sister is... Who loves her a lot. Who loves her so much is kind of like the hot teenage girl in this one. And Lindsay, who was being babysat by Annie in the first movie, is that girl's friend in this. I think what's what pisses me off the most is, you know, if your story's a little wild, show show some fantastic kills. That's what three did, what, did well. Yes. And this one, Michael Myers kills a whole pre- police precinct... Off camera. We don't fucking Show us that shit. Show us that shit. We do have a roving band of townsfolk trying to kill, and they accidentally shoot one of their own. Yeah, they kill somebody, and there's a really good line where the sheriff is like, what is it? I've got a band of pot bellies out there (laughs) shooting up each other. I don't know. It's, It's a good line, but I can't remember it. So... Um, they are holed up in a house. So basically they find Jamie, they find her adopted sister. They know that Michael's coming after her. Loomis knows. So they get into this house. It's a sheriff's house. The girl's boyfriend was fucking some big titty girl and she's the sheriff's daughter. So they're all in this house together and they're supposed to be protecting Jamie. But like always, for some reason, something happens across town and all the policemen leave. 
Yeah. So there's like one policeman with a rifle. Michael just kills everybody. He kills the boyfriend off screen. Too much off screen killing. The one callback kill that we get is the girl with the big boobs. He like does the Impales thing. Impales her with a shotgun. But and and, and up against the wall Which like he good. did the, the the guy in the first movie. Yeah, so that's yeah. a really good kill. But it's just I don't know. And there's like a a roof scene which i fucking hate so, climb so, on the roof so scene. jamie and her adopted sister take off but michael myers been hanging on to the truck oh yes 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 and yes. so they end up out in some sticks and then he gets thrown off of it and jamie comes up to him while they're because and all the cops have shown up because yeah they want to take their eyes off of you know the girl that michael's trying to get yeah and she touches his hand don't touch him jamie And then all these cops just unload all these bullets. Like, he's getting, like, just lit up. Shotgun blasts, all kinds, just getting smoked up. And then he falls into a hole. Mm-hmm. The end. He falls into a hole. We actually have another minute and 20. Okay. But I think we told the whole thing. I mean, oh, one thing to note is that Jamie... Yeah. After that, she's dressed up like a clown. That's the costume she picked out. Oh, yes. They get back to the house, and the, the the stepmother's like, oh, my poor baby, my poor Jamie, and the sister, they're like, oh, poor sister. And the dad and the sister are downstairs with, with someone talking about this it. This is essential. The mom goes upstairs to draw Jamie a bath. Jamie walks upstairs. Jamie pulls her mask down over her eyes, and just like in the first movie, we see through the eye holes of the mask, and we see Jamie's little hand stabbing, stabbing. her adopted mother into the bathtub honestly it shot up a little bit at the end at that, that was really good because then she comes to the top of the stairs and they see her at the top of the stairs bloody holding this knife she's a little a psycho and that is the end of the movie uh, and yeah. that is a good ending i wasn't hot on the movie but i did like that ending quite a bit yes jamie lloyd she's a little psycho too right so she's gonna be killing people with michael in the next movie and it's gonna be a lot of fun Right? Right? She's going to be a little Michael Myers. She's going to have her own little mask. Her own How little, cute would that be? Her own little jumpsuit. Listen. Well, we'll have to, we'll see. How much okay. do you rate uh, Halloween 4? I did think there were a few fun moments, and I do really like the end. I wanted this to be better than it was, and I was still hopeful that the next one would be good at the end of this. You know, like I thought, oh, this could actually go somewhere. I thought the the sister was charming. Sure. You know, um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say three. I feel like, I feel like you were very generous. I am very, being very generous. You were being very generous. I'm giving it a 2.25. And I would say it was probably at a 1.75 until the end. And it brought it up a half. A okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go down a little bit. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go two point five. All right. I want to go straight down the middle. So that is a four point seven five. I think that that makes a lot more sense. All right. It's gonna get worse, guys. Sheriff, they want you down at the cemetery. Today in the cemetery, somebody dug up a coffin. It was a coffin of a nine-year-old girl. You've got-
that she is not him. She's just a child. They know that Michael Myers is her uncle and that she attacked her stepmother. That's why they fear her. Especially on Halloween. You're afraid. You're afraid the whole thing might start to happen again. How many people did he kill last year? Have you forgotten? But you never looked into his face, did you? You never saw his eyes. You never saw that nothing, no expression, blank. My memory goes back 12 years. I prayed that he would burn in hell. But in my heart, I knew that hell would not have him. Michael Myers is outside. The National Guard will take him to a maximum security facility. But he'll stay till the day he dies. Never die. Now it's time for Halloween 5. Look like you're in the sweaty balls skit from SNL. Uh, yeah, three cheers. Uh, <laughs> Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers, directed by Dominique Athena Girard from 1989. Yes. Written by Michael Jacobs, Ben Shim, Bitterman, and Dominique, and the director, uh, starring Donald Pleasance, Danielle Harris. Don Shanks as yes. the boogeyman. It is a year later. It is Halloween in Haddonfield. And because Jamie tried to kill her adopted mother, she is now in a child's home. It, There's a lot of kids in this home. And she's mute. And she's got a little crush. Billy. Billy. Ooh. Who has a little stutter. But my name's Billy. And it's cute, though, because he has a little stutter, but he understands what she's trying to tell people. So he'll, like, translate what yeah. she means to say. She also has, like, a little chalkboard. Her sister's there. Her stepmom did not die. But for, for some reason, this family, on the, the first anniversary of Michael Myers coming back to Haddonfield and ruining this little girl's life and the mom almost dying, they choose to go on a trip. So On Halloween, leaving the kids. So the mom, well, the daughter's supposed to go meet them. Oh, we have a flashback of what happened to Michael after he fell in that hole. Oh, yeah. Apparently, they they firebombed it. They didn't show that at the end of four. Yeah. But he went through the hole, came out the other side, found this guy living by a river with with a parrot. The guy literally nursed his wounds for a year. A solid year. Even though he got shot in the heart, so... There does appear to be a little mild mysticism going on with Michael. Oh, always. Always. He doesn't die. Yeah, he just, 
He could take a full-on blast to the shotgun blast straight to the chest. Absolutely. So he kills that man. Once Halloween Halloween comes back around, and then he's going back to Haddonfield. And so Danielle Harris is the real girl's name, but Jamie is having these convulsions because now she's really connected to Michael. This is when she can, like, feel him and see him, and she's freaking out all the time because she's worried. They had this little girl, like, seizing and convulsing through, like, a third of this movie. It had to be... So fucking hard. And then randomly she started like talking again. But you were so mad at Donald Pleasance in this movie. I was. I was not. I am on Donald Pleasant's side. He was it just was, literally, he'd go from zero to screaming two inches from a little girl's face. <laughs> that shit was so funny. when He's she's, supposed to be a therapist. When she's laying on the bed. We both know he's alive. But you know where he is. Why? Why are you protecting him? What about your stepmother, Jamie? You love her, don't you? He made you stab her. You need to get over this now. You need to get your shit together right now. This is why I wore this outfit, because I'm going to be wagging my finger around. You're going to carry it out on this situation. Today, because she is an eight-year-old. You need to Cut talk. Cut her some fucking slack. You need to talk to Donald Pleasance's manager. Okay, listen. Donald Pleasant says, I am the manager. <laughs> Yes. Uh, His burn makeup's a little more subtle. This is what I think is funny, and I don't know if we mentioned this. The reason that Michael Myers got out in the last movie was because the doctor who was in charge of him just didn't want to deal with Dr. Loomis anymore, so he was transferring Michael so Dr. Loomis would get the fuck away from him. (laughs) So, that man also wanted to speak to Dr. Loomis. Also, and we'll only mention this like, well, we'll probably mention it again, a man in black. A man in black. Has arrived to Haddonfield. Yeah, you don't, we never see him in this one, but there's some black shoes. Yes. And the the Strode house, well, I say the Strode house. Strode Realty's been trying to sell this house since the first movie where Laurie Strode was dropping the the keys off and when Michael first saw her. They're trying to pass his shit off as the Myers house. It's a, not the Myers house. It's a different house. It's a different color. It's got one of those little tower things. Yeah, it's not the Myers house. But they try to say it's the Myers house, they, and of course he always goes back to the Myers house. Obviously, when they made this movie, they didn't anticipate that we would pay for a DVD collection and watch each movie back to back to back. They did not anticipate that. They didn't think about us. They should have. So, what happens is the uh, sister is supposed to go meet the parents, but the friends are trying to convince her to stay and go to this party. Now, she dies. So, the friends think she went to the mountains and i'm sure the parents think she stayed for the party so no one knows she's dead and no one knows she's missing because michael's taken her for this crazy tableau he does at the end then he kills the the, the tina tina's the girl's boy- best friend kills tina's boyfriend i was really locked into the music that tina's boyfriend was listening to mm. like this is this movie's idea of what a tough guy would listen yeah, to yeah 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 like it's the early 90s and he looks like he is trying to be danny zuko yeah and he's in love with his car but anyway he dies there's another girl who's supposed to be trying to lose her virginity at this party and then there's tina and so tina's boyfriend's name is mike yeah and so 
Michael Myers kills her boyfriend, steals his car, goes to pick Tina up at 8 o'clock for the party, mm. and she's all like, Mike, unlock the door. She fucking gets in the car with him. She, like, he's wearing a mask that she had bought for her boyfriend, so she doesn't realize, and she thinks her boyfriend's just being a fucking creep. So, ends up that Danielle, at one point, is like, there's something wrong with the dog, and at one point, is there something wrong with Tina? And Loomis keeps having the cops check it out, but they're not finding Michael, so they don't trust it. Right. But she is having visions of where Michael is and what's happening, because they're connected. Yeah, they're relatives. And so the they they end up getting to this party and you know at some point everyone decides to go skinny dipping and there's some police who are supposed to be watching Tina but Michael Myers kills the police and then the guy and girl who are losing their virginity in the barn he kills them and then Tina's the only one alive and Lu- so that's when somehow the kids well Lu- Tina gets stabbed outside the party and Loomis is like we need to take Jamie Back to the Myers but, house. But what I was going to say is before that, they're having a Halloween con- party contest. Like, and so Jamie has a convulsion and like falls off a balcony or something. Yeah, it's stupid. Anyway, but and then, yeah, they take her. Whatever. Okay, fine. Go to the Meyer, Myers house. It looks completely different. We got to use you as bait. It, it looks completely different than we've ever known. There's a cop trying to help her out. There's this one scene where Michael's in the house and Loomis just starts dialoguing and walks up to him like they're old buddies, right? He's standing right next to him. Oh, she's not up there, Michael. She's down here in the middle of the old house where Your house, Michael. Your house. And then he attacks him and Loomis has to maneuver. Michael does kill a cop and all this shit. They they take Michael down by, they trick him into like a chain net yeah. falling on him. And then Loomis beats him with a board over and over and over again. And they don't kill Michael. They don't do anything that makes him it seem like... put him in a gel like- cell. He just gets captured. They put him in a jail cell. Then they show the little girl that he's in the jail cell, which this whole time Loomis has been like, Michael, you want this girl? She's going to make your pain go away. And he has this weird tableau. He's this weird tableau with a, with a baby coffin. <laughs> um, but at the end of the movie... He he gets blown up. The man in black Comes blows up the jail, frees him. And Jamie Lloyd runs in to watch them. And we don't see her get taken, but the next movie, it's implied that she went with him. So that is that. Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. The Jamie Lloyd trilogy. I mean, there is a reason why these movies are pretty much ignored in the later continuity of yeah, the it's not, later movies. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, you have high hopes for the Jamie Lloyd character. Like, Absolutely. It's kind of la- It seems like a lame that we just have the character. Like, it's kind of contrived that she exists. But she's there, so you want something cool. So that idea from the last movie where we'd get, like, a little Michael Myers, that's really what they should have done here. But she's just tortured this whole movie. Have this fucking... And she didn't even really kill her fucking adopted mom. She didn't. Ooh, lame. And spoiler alert, Danielle Harris did not come back for the next one because, duh. Well, they they that shit was in developmental hell for, like, years. But yeah, that's true. How would you rate uh, Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers? 1.5. I'm going to give it a 1.75. Actually, I'm going to give it a 2. 
Because I did feel like there was a lot of unintentionally funny stuff in this movie. That's true. So the movie is a 3.5 total. Cool. And let's get on to our final movie. Do you know why we celebrate Halloween? A long, long time ago, it was a night of great power. When the days grew short, all across the land, huge bonfires were lit. Oh, there was a marvelous celebration. And they dressed up in costumes, hoping to ward off the evil spirits, especially the boogeyman. Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers from 1995. It was uh, six years from this to the last one. And so, yeah, so we're going to get the update on The Man in Black. Don't get excited. It's directed by Joe Chappelle, written by Daniel Ferrans, starring Donald Pleasance. Rest in peace. I think he passed away. During or a little after this movie came out. I liked him in this movie. Uh, Paul Rudd. Paul Stephen Rudd makes his debut. As Tommy Doyle. It introduced, he plays Tommy Doyle, Marianne Hagen, and George P. Wilbur. And yeah, so. So we open up on Jamie, who is now 15. She's grown. Giving birth. And pregnant. We don't know who. Uh, she was taken by the man in black. So at the end of the last movie, when he released Michael Myers, he did come back and grab her. So he's been keeping, the man in black has been keeping Michael Myers and Jamie for all these six years. And she is now having a baby and we don't know who the fuck did that to her. And so she goes to a bus station and... um, Steals the baby. Goes to a bus station. Goes to a bus station, stashes the baby and gets killed by Michael Myers at the bus station. and In a barn. In a that's a grotesque kill. Yeah, because he puts her on this like oh, machine. Right. That was a pretty decent. And turns kill. on the machine, and it's like tearing up her chest. So Jamie Lloyd, who they've developed this character, who you wanted to be this tiny little killer, just ended up being fucking kill bait. By the yep. time they finally came back to this movie. Yep. And before she stole the baby, they had painted that weird symbol that Michael Myers has tattooed on his wrist and the man in black has tattooed on his wrist. They painted it in blood on the baby's chest. So Tommy Doyle lives across from the Myers house because why not? And Apparently he, college kids live in that house. But it is, I think, actually the Myers house, unlike the last movie where they were yeah. trying to tell us. I'm kind of struggling with this movie because straight up, this movie sucks. The people who live in that house now are the Strugs. Right. They are the brother and sister-in-law and family of Lori Strode's adoptive adoptive father. Yeah. So basically this man is the brother of Lori Strode's adopted dad. And he also is in realty. And his brother was trying to sell this house for so long and couldn't that this man finally moved his own fucking family in there. How shitty are you at real estate? They're And everyone in this family is stupid and a bad actor and we, I didn't care at all when any of them got died. We have died. a nationally syndicated shock jock character that clarifies that the shit that happened in Haddonfield and the Michael Myers shit 
is known popular in the popular zeitgeist. And yet this family who are related to the family that adopted Lori Strode are completely unconvinced I that there's... I think the dad knows. But the wife is an idiot. You don't blame the kids for not knowing. No, I guess not. Uh, also, at this point in the Halloween movies... But you have to assume they've been living far away and just moved here. At this point in the Halloween movies, we should be well acquainted with the fact that every few years... This dude in a mask comes and murders people. Halloween. But, and why won't this town ban Halloween? It has been banned. Halloween has been banned for the last six years. This is the first time they're allowed to celebrate Halloween since Jamie Lloyd can they stop got stolen. Se- can they stop selling that mask? Can they bury the IP that, that invented the Michael Myers mask? I don't know. No. Well, no one's dressing up like him and in al- this one. And also, it's always, oh, something crazy's going on. It's like, oh, you're just imagining things. Sure, this has happened five times before, but don't be silly. Everything's going to be fine. Tommy and- Doyle's the only one paying attention. Yeah, but, um, you know, Paul Rudd, he's done some good stuff over the years. We can't say this is uh, an acting. I'm sure he would <laughs> somehow- tell you that this is not, like, his shiniest well, moment. I-, I would like to say, somehow he figures out. Based on, she called into the shock jock when she was in the bus station. So he figures out where she was. He goes there. He finds the baby somehow. He goes to the hospital to try to get help. And somehow runs into Dr. Loomis. She calls the shock jock because the police station was busy. Yeah. The police station was busy. Uh, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. (laughs) and so this town, uh, deserves to die. Uh, it's so bad. (laughs) And so. Tommy Doyle is like, Loomis, Dr. Loomis, I'm Tommy Doyle. And he's like, well, Jamie's dead now. He's like, Jamie's dead now, so it's over. And Tommy's like, no, Jamie's not the last one. Her baby is. And then he runs off. And so he's like, meet me at 9 o'clock at the fair. And so Loomis uh, is not in the movie that much in this one, but I did really like him in this one because he was like, I wrote a book. I'm trying to let it the fuck go. I'm old. I just want to die. Like, I don't want to be involved. And he's reacquainted with this old psychiatrist that he used to work with. Wynn. Yeah. And Wynn's like, I want you to come back to work at Smith Grove, which is where Michael originally escaped from in the very first movie. Paul Rudd gets this baby, and he goes back to where he lives in the apartment, and he's also linking up with the the strode daughter who has, who a, has son a son who is hearing voices like michael did when he was a kid and there's this sam hain theory that when michael heard it he had to kill his whole family as a sacrifice so the whole town wouldn't have to die so now this kid's hearing the voice so theoretically he's gonna kill his so family. he has them come over because you can't be at the myers house tommy doyle is the only one who and also i need to take care of this baby and please take care of this baby. Yeah. And there, and he lives with this old woman. Mm-hmm. And there's one point where she's chilling with her kid, and the old woman tells her a story about like the, tells the kid a story the, about the history of Halloween. And then she sits there and she claims like, and I was babysitting the sister when her and her son and her. I was babysitting the Myers family. I was babysitting when, the Myers boy when he killed his sister. And it's like, no, you weren't. The sister was, was babysitting. Okay, unless he was, you could you could tell a story where he was supposed to be at that woman's house and he snuck out and saw his sister fucking and went into his own house. But Not it's accepted. So far, unaccepted. But anyway, regardless, the 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 son of the Strode family has this girlfriend who's doing this whole shock jocks coming to the carnival for halloween they're all terrible actors can't wait for them all to die they're michael terrible. myers shows up kills the shock jock 
best part of the movie. There's a little girl in a in a in a uh, angel outfit, and she's like, "Mommy, it's raining." Mommy, it's raining. It's raining red. Mommy. Why is it warm? It's raining. It's raining red. It's warm. And then, yeah, she turns and goes, it's warm. And Tommy Doyle's like. And it's the fucking shock jock bleeding out. Strung up in the. It was. That was good. That was the best part. That was the best part of the movie. Um, So, yeah, long story short, the brother and sister go back to the house to fuck. And the older sister who's supposed to be watching the baby, like, runs over to try to save them. And then the baby gets gone. Tommy Doyle comes back. And now Loomis is there. Loomis is like, we got to go to the the place where he spent his... But also the whole, like, the town and the lady that Tommy Doyle lives with. And the man in black turns out to be the psychiatrist, Wynn. They're all in Tommy Doyle's house. Like, Wynn is there and the the old lady's evil. You know damn well that it was not originally thought to have this... (laughs) Finish your thought. We got to finish it out. There's no way that that was originally supposed to be the man in black. No. They fucked that up so bad. They fucked it up so bad. It's all so stupid, but they end up back at Smith Grove, and under Smith Grove is like this dungeon where I guess that's where he was keeping them for so many years. It is a haunted house. There's like smoke coming down. There's smoke. And somehow in the bottom of it. I swear there's a black light room at some point. I know. The baby's there. They brought the little boy there, and there's somehow there's going to be a surgery, but but then they all just get murdered because. Michael Myers is there, so they all get murdered, and then there's this fight between Tommy Doyle, the girl, her kid, and the baby are there, and they fight Michael, and it somehow Tommy Doyle smashes his face in until there's goo coming out of the mask, and yet his body disappears. Right, I was trying. I couldn't even remember how he died, but he, his body just disappeared. That's I think right. his body just disappeared. Kind of like the first one, but not as cool. Not as cool at all. And the and the fact that like there was like green goo coming out of his mask made zero sense. Also, if you're prone to seizures, don't watch this movie because the director keeps doing these flash, these flashing images of like strobing effects. And not in a good and way. And then when we get to the 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 mental hospital, it's just so fucking constant. It's annoying as shit. It like it's horrid. It's difficult to watch. What do you rate uh, Halloween? The Curse of Michael Myers, our last in our Halloween six-pack movie review special edition. Point five. Going to give it a one. I almost gave it a one, but I can't think of anything I like about it except that little girl dancing in the rain blood. Two cool kill, two cool kills, and that girl being like, it's warm. That was the best part. I'll give you a one for that. 1.5. And that is our third F. That is our third very, very deserved. This is a bad movie. I think it is pretty much, you know, well known that The Curse of Michael Myers, especially out of all six of these, is probably, and probably out of the whole franchise, is probably the worst. Definitely out of the whole franchise, it's the worst. The, the third of the new trilogy really goes for it, but it does have a cool part at the end where they grind them in the machine. I am okay with all of the new trilogy, mostly because of how how like referential it is to the first three it is kind of nice i like that it's very much an homage it's a love story 
to the first three Halloween films. Mm. And there you have it, folks. Um, I'll just go ahead and throw the list of all the Halloween movies and their ratings right now. You see it on the screen. We'll, we'll incorporate them into our lists later. Mm-hmm. But this has been Halloween Hump Fest all month long. Every weekday, we talked about a movie. And we're getting right. Tomorrow's Wednesday, so we're getting right back into our regular flow of things. I don't even know as of now. Probably in one of our movie roulettes or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, I I hope you all had fun uh, getting a, five drops a week. We're a little too old to really do a bunch of shit for Halloween, but, like, we love the spirit of it. We love watching these kind of movies this time of year, and we do enjoy dressing up. You culminated it all into dressing up like a Judd. I am, I'm, this is... Most of my Winona Judd outfits. I thought you're a lost Judd sister. Cheyenne Judd. Ooh, Cheyenne Judd. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, you're trying to break out big. The one with glasses. Yeah. You know the the Judd with the glasses? (laughs) Cheyenne? No one remembers me. Turn me loose. Turn me loose, right? Or uh, what's that one? Tell me, Grandpa, Grandpa tell, tell me about, about the good, good old days. days. Yeah. Mama, he's crazy. Crazy, crazy over, over me. me. Happy Halloween, y'all. <laughs> All right. Happy Halloween. Check our show notes for links and other places to find us. We hope you had fun all month long. Probably was so much you didn't even really weren't even able to keep up with it. But we hope you watch this one. Even the ones that sucked, it was kind of fun going through them all. And you know what? They're always going to be here. Have a little Halloween all year. Yeah. Come back and watch one you missed. Yeah, man. Yeah, you can come back anytime. Keep Halloween alive. We keep Halloween alive in our house all year. That's right. So, yeah, check the show notes, links, other places to find us. Like and subscribe. Liking and subscribing is big for us right now as yes. we, we're building our show. We're getting slow growth, but like it's organic growth. It's real people. It's not a bunch of like bot loads and shit. We're not paying yep. for bot followers and shit like that. No. no. No, we need real people, real shit. That's how we do around here. All right? Yes. So now one last time, we wish you a happy Halloween. Death to all traitors. Traitors, death for me. Mm-hmm.